Hey guys, welcome back to Empowerment Talk with Jody Baudek. Um, this is my friend Jim Lopez. It's pretty fascinating how we met. Um, he showed up at a, a book signing that I was having in uh, Lakeview. Was it Lakeview, Chicago? Yeah, it was, yeah. I forget the name of the restaurant. Bountiful. Bountiful. Yeah, with, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so and, amazing. Good food. Right? And uh, so I gave him a challenge and uh, he, he took it. And we haven't stopped talking since. So um, I find him fascinating. Uh, so I just wanted you guys to meet him. So, Jim, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I'm a chiropractor here in Chicago. Um, I currently practice at a Roscoe Village. Um, we've got four clinics. The name of the clinics are Universal Wellness Source. So we have one in Lakeview, uh, NBC Tower, and Lakeshore East. So i got a couple great, amazing business partners, Dr. Ashlyn and Dr. Kaylin. Um, and then... The doctor that runs our fourth clinic is a new partner, Dr. Dawn Webster. She's absolutely amazing. So, got a strong, solid team, a great supporting cast, and uh, it's we're just really blessed to do yeah. what we can get to do every day. So. That's that's huge. Yeah, I, I just had a conversation um, with my friend on the way up here, and she offered me up. She built a um, space so that we can lecture, and it's all about taking people and coming from your heart and serving them. And then everything else just falls into place, you know, like you become healthy and when you're, you're feeling great about serving others and then the money falls into place and life falls into place. And so tell them a little bit about what you're so passionate about. Yeah, I mean, it, right along those lines. So everything that we do um, as far as education in the community is free. So we don't charge anything that we do from a, a education standpoint uh, in the community. So. Um, you guys from a in mentor. Chicago, did you hear that? Okay. <laughs> from a mentor of mine, um, Dr. James Chestnut, he uh, has, offers this additional wellness certification on eat well, move well, think well. Nice. Um, so I've just completed that series and now uh, getting certified uh, within that uh, particular wellness certification course. And uh, that's what we provide to all of our patients and all the community um, Right now, one of the biggest things that we're doing is a fundraiser for local uh, Chicago public schools. Oh, yeah? So I put together a visit package. You know, it's a four-visit package. They get, you know, it's like a thousand, roughly $1,000, depending on, you know, what we end up doing on the first exam. Mm -hmm. But it only costs 20 bucks, And the friends of local schools that are taking us up on the offer, offering it to their friends and family, and then all the money is donated. Back really? to the school, so oh, that's our that's, most local fundraising. That that's freaking <laughs> it's fantastic. Like, it's like taking off a little bit bigger than uh, yeah I thought it would, but I mean the schools are so underfunded. I think the kids are are lacking a yeah huge. Yeah. Uh, they're lacking a lot when it comes to health education. Yeah, they really are, you know. They're like this all the time, you know, and and whatever they're grabbing, they're snacking on, but it's not, you know, the whole mind, body, spirit, what are you putting into your body, which is great. Like, I offered them coffee, and they like, no, I'll have this. So, so, Juice, yeah. daily. Yeah. So, um, yeah, today's my day off, so that's why we're totally casual, and we just met up here, and, and he was like, yeah, I want to do this. So, um, you were just starting to talk about pediatrics a, a few minutes ago. Oh, so um, it's called ICPA. It's uh, International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Um, they offer an additional 400-hour um, like diploma, 
So it's just an additional 400 hours of study, which I'm not too excited just, about. Just 400. <laughs> just, just 400 hours. I've only been going to school so for 27 like, years. Uh, so it's like, that's what I get for, you know, asking, you know, you know to be a, a, a student at life, right? So right. it's just presented another uh, opportunity to continue that that's education. Really cool. So I started um, with a technique called Webster's Technique, uh, which is a pelvic balancing technique that really helps with uh, perinatal women. So just through pregnancy, help balance out the pelvis, helps for a smooth and uh, clean delivery and uh, helps lower risks and all that kind of fun stuff. I saw something you had put up about um, home home deliveries? Yeah, Yeah. so we were just kind of going through that. The course is like, the technique is very small part of the one class that I took, but it was mostly about the dynamics of just natural living, home births, you know, Mm -hmm. and just being informed to make what type of decision. So it was kind of crazy all this went down because my sister was seven months pregnant Mm -hmm. at the time in the middle of the course, and we were kind of bonding with the, the, um, uh, her name's Dr. Jeannie Ohm. She's the one that heads up the class. We were bonding, talking about all these things and how to implement implement them in our community. Uh-huh. And uh, I got a phone call that my sister actually lost her baby. Oh, I'm so sorry. And they were wanting to induce and give her drugs. She's had nine open heart surgeries. So now she, it was just, it was so surreal what was going on because I was being educated on informing parents or giving them the information so they can make the best decision for themselves, whether it be hospital birth or home birth. You know, don't let anybody tell you one way is the best way to do it. Like, you know, take everything. Go home with your familial unit. Talk about it amongst your spouse, you know, and your family. And uh, and then make the best decision, you know, following your gut. You know, and, and you know, just trust and intuition, yeah. you know. Um, you know, pray on it and just go with what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning about how to have that conversation, which is new to me, but very exciting. And it's, you know, getting exciting because, you know, my sister's just going to be like my niece, you know, first grandchild, all this kind of stuff's going on. And then she loses the baby. And now she's entered in a system where she's in the hospital and they're wanting to induce by giving her Tosin. But the backlash on that is that the fluids can rush back in and could disrupt the valves that were were there so we could potentially lose her now too based on these decisions and you know I can't imagine where she's at Mm -hmm. you know she's just wanting to to move forward move beyond the situation yet the immediate reaction to move forward beyond that could cost her her life too Mm -hmm. so it's kind of funny how all that went down um, but it just ignited a you know, another fire on the inside to continue that, you know, I knew I was on the right track to continue that education. Um, and then really start, they called pathways groups, like start, um, familial community groups within, Mm -hmm. you know, our little, like to create tribes, (laughs) create tribes within our community that have everyone to continue that conversation, whether it be doulas, uh, midwives, um, doctors, you know, pediatricians, to, to get everybody involved, no matter what your point of view is, to provide information for these families mm-hmm. in a, um, you know, in a, how would you say it? Um, like a loving. In a loving environment, yeah. not from a, I'm the doctor, I'm here to tell you. Right. What's so. It's like, here's just information. 
do you have any questions? You know, invite other moms that have gone through natural birth, other moms that have gone through C-sections, other moms that have had problems, mm -hmm. and create a little community where everybody can ask questions and bounce things off of. Right. Where you know they're able to you know just make the best decision for their family. At least, no matter what they do, they go in. 100% confident and secure in the decision they made, not based on what family told them, not based on what you know my mom did because that's what her mom did. You know, yeah. uh, you know, no tradition or you know nobody's opinion, just based off what you feel is right. Knowledge is power. It, yeah. it, it really is, and you can do so many things with it. Um, a girl that um, works with me, um, she did two home births, and she she actually swears swears by it. You know, but yeah. then there's some people that are like absolutely not. So, um, a few minutes ago, you were talking about um, that you're going to brand yourself. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit. Why would you ask me that in front of the camera? <laughs> That's supposed to be a secret. Okay, so question one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, there's a few opportunities I can't speak of yet mm -hmm. that have kind of, um, that are coming up that may, it's just a great opportunity to start branding myself yeah. with the potential opportunities that are coming up to gain recognition. I think it would be really great for um, our, you know, profession that I'm in. I think it's really great for, you know, our business. Um, and then just, within our business for me to take my ideals to another level and start mm -hmm. webinars. Um, I really want to start uh, webinars. My vision is to get back a physical education program within every school oh, in the United amen. States. Amen. So yes. I'm working right now um, through that wellness certification and the local schools that I have on implementing uh, like a drop-off program 30 minutes prior to uh, school where we'll have like a parent volunteer um, and then what I've also um, worked on uh, establishing was with like local sports teams uh, uh, to get the players to be able to volunteer time for community yeah. service because there's a lot of like you know semi-pro pro teams around that are looking for uh, recognition for example uh, you know, USA Rugby here yeah. they've got they're really rugby starting to really up and come um, and trying to gain recognition, I was like, no better way to gain fans, especially in the community, than to volunteer exactly. <laughs> and protect these kids. Exactly. And to make sure that they're, um, you know, getting the exercise that they need. Yeah. So, And what a great mentoring for, for the young athletes to, to go out and do that. So that's, yeah, that's you know, really cool. So it's like a way for everybody to, to win. Uh -huh. um, and I think that's where kind of like the branding came along. Because, you know, I'd like to be able to, you know, take that by the head and then, you know, start yeah. reaching out. Once it, I can get it rolling here in Chicago, then be able to branch out to other communities and, you know, yeah. saves time being able to talk on the camera. <laughs> it does. It really does. Like, I'm in this um, company and, and it used to be about meetings, but now we we go and we do personal conference calls because I don't have time to do my hair and my makeup and come from yoga all sweaty to go look presentable where let's get on a conference call and and do it or take like we're doing yeah. here. It just makes a really, really big difference. So that's really cool. So where do you see yourself in about five to ten years? Besides with with that one element, because you know, I think I'd like to be fully involved with that at yeah. the moment. Um, I mean, you challenged me on the book, mm -hmm. so I, <laughs> that was uh, interesting. It's it's there. All the content is there. Uh -huh. Now I need to you know revisit it and focus it and make it. Yeah. into a book but um, I would really like to you know from where that book ended 
uh-huh. you know, take everything within that and, you know, write another one, yeah. which would be, you know, that's, that's just for me, um, whether I put it out or not, right. but I'd like to see it come to life first. Yeah. Um, but really focus on, on the webinars and then, you know, get into, um, you know, more like that co- coaching supportive role. Yeah. You know, I don't think our businesses will ever go anywhere. I mean, we've had an opportunity to grow uh-huh. <laughs> there. We've recently, you know, take a step back because it was just kind of getting overwhelming. With yeah, it the does. Offices. It really does, you know, and I feel like with what we're doing here, we can reach more people, you know, and you educate them, and, and then they start making better choices, and then it becomes this beautiful ripple effect, you know? And yeah. You you know, your story, like we were just talking about a minute ago, like you love Lisa's story, you know? It's so inspiring. So what's your story? Like, how did you decide to become a chiropractor? Um, I mean, my sister, my sister... Always goes back to my sister. Love my family. Um, uh, are they here? No, they're in California. Or my mom and dad are in California. My grandma's in California, and then my sister's in Hawaii. Nice. So um, we grew up pretty much at UCLA Medical Center. We like on a first name basis, you know, growing up. Um, so every time we'd go there, that's all I wanted to be was just be one of the people that saved her life. Uh-huh. But you know, as we got older. You know, and you start realizing what's happening in the hospitals, and I hate saying it sounds so negative. I don't like sounding like that, but literally, people go to the hospitals to die. I mean, there's like they're just sick people. Like they're usually at their end stage life. Like something has chronically been going wrong for so long, or emergency crisis situations. You know, but you know that those things just happen. But there's just something about the environment that you know kind of shunned me away. Um, it's like almost like, putting a label on it, like you're sick, so now you're in the hospital, you're sick. So right. Then, you know, thank God mind. for those people, right? Because uh-huh. they really do get in there and, you know, in crisis situations and, like, have done some amazing yeah. things, especially with my sister. But as far as, like, where I was going, like, getting involved in sports and being more, like, proactive with my health, that just didn't seem congruent with my, my thought pattern. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I got hurt playing baseball. My best friend's dad was a chiropractor. Um, you know, he asked me to come in, and I was like, no, my back hurts. There's no way in hell you're putting your hands on my back. Right? There's no way in hell you're doing that. Um, but I went in, and he told me the story um, about chiropractic. And, it, you know, taught me the big idea of how the power that made the body heals the body mm-hmm. and that we do not need anything from the outside uh, to heal ourselves. All we need is to remove the interferences from the mind, body, and soul, um, and yeah. things that we're either putting in or not putting into our body, and uh, just allow it to do what God's blessed us to do, and that right. was just thrive and uh, and live and you know and enjoy everything that you know we've that we have an opportunity of being presented with. Mm-hmm. So once I heard that, I was like, "Well, oh, that's it. Beeline straight yeah. for chiropractic school." So um, you know, his big thing was, "What if?" You know, just playing the what if game, you know, instead of being that doctor that saved her life, what if you were the person that potentially educated your grandma to live healthier, that educated your mom to be healthier, that your sister would have never, you know, possibly never had those problems because generations before were were living, you know, the way they were supposed to. And I was like, that's a concept. So that's kind of where that driving force comes in especially like with the kids uh, working with the kids is to be able to start them you know where we've you know most people have never been and start them on that road to health mm-hmm. 
from their young, you know, when they're young to be able to transition as they get older and then pass that on to their generation. Yeah, it makes such a difference. You know, we were talking the other day that, like, um, I don't know, I don't know how old you are, but like around my generation, it was TV dinners, you know, or, yeah. you know, lots of carbs and that, and it was convenient. But now, you know, there's so many people that are my age that are sick. And I, I know when I made the switch and it was in my 20s, I was like, something's not right. And I would watch my mom. My mom takes 37 different medications a day. And I'm like, hell to the no. Right. It's not happening, you know. I, I'm always getting my blood work run. So, because you don't know what's going on, you know. So every three months, I want to see what's going on. And I can change that out, yeah. you know. And I can eat a little more of this and a little less of that. And, you know, a lot of things have changed. And so I don't have the, the problems that my mom has. And, and so I think by you wanting to educate these kids, it's not that our parents are wrong. They just, that's what they knew back then. You know? Right, that's just, and then we also think that, you know, that, like, the generations, like, two to three generations ago, there was, they didn't have any challenges with organic or GMO. Like, yeah. everything was organic. Yeah. You didn't go to the grocery store. I don't remember, even, you know, as a kid, I'm 36, I don't remember going, you know, 25, 30 years ago and having to worry about picking out an organic apple versus a yes. regular apple. Yes. So, there are two things. They were either all... <laughs> pesticides, <laughs> well, pesticides in, yeah. and they just didn't uh, right labeled uh, organic, or they were just all organic. I don't know which one. Yeah. but there wasn't that battle going back uh-huh. and forth. And bringing that up was like I remember uh, in you know wrestling in high school that the healthy thing to do was we would go to Carl's Jr. and get the burger. Oh gosh! No, no, no mayonnaise, <laughs> no mustard, no ketchup. Just the 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 patty. The bun and the vegetables, right? The onions and tomatoes, and that was that was good. Oh my gosh! Don't even know if you're eating real meat, (laughs) (laughs) right? But that's that's just it, right? You know, that's just the way that you know we were raised, and there wasn't you know too much education around that. And there's something too with the the whole education thing is, and I know that I preach to you guys all the time about food and working out and all that, but. It's 80-20, you know. I don't want you to beat yourself up if you go out and have some drinks the night before or if you don't 100%, like, eat every single day perfectly, you know. Again, it's 80-20, but you have the choices, you know, and and then you can do that. But still, you don't have to go through that mental game in, in your head all the time where you're looking in your refrigerator frosted flakes or you know yeah some good stuff you know <laughs> but it's okay to cheat you know take take a little time off and, and and play a little and i after you switch and you make the switch when you do cheat you're not going to feel really good <laughs> you always know when you go to reach for something and inside it you're like eh. oh yeah like, oh gosh oh gosh is there anything else you wanted to share no, I mean, I just really appreciate and want to acknowledge you for, you know, doing what you're doing, um, and especially, you know, inspiring and challenge me to uh, write the book, because that kind of set me and put my mindset into a different space from where I was um, and things that were going on personally at the time, so um, just keep doing what Aww, you're doing. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and that's something, too, you guys. You never know who's going to be in the room. You really don't. You, you just walked in with your the girls that work with you, yeah. you know? And Ed had put it together, and I actually met Ed um, from another car park up here, um, Chris Totes. I don't know if you know Chris. Um, you guys will see her on video, too. Um, and she introduced me to Ed, which then Ed was like, well, I want to write a book. Come to my space. And I was like, <laughs> okay. You know, and then it just rolled into, I had a plan, you guys. I did. I had a big plan. I was going to be a yoga teacher. And to be honest with you, I, I hardly even teach yoga now because I'm constantly doing this or public speaking or writing. And yeah. it, it's still... Uh, 
God had a different plan for me. Yeah. And I love it. I'm, I'm all about it. So.